0: Welcome to this week's edition of the Retail Risk Podcast, sponsored by Alltag, and thanks as always to our supporting partner, Aura. Now, my guest this week is Andrew Sayers. Now, Andrew is the National Profit Protection Manager at Coles Liquor. Now, after 10 years as an officer in the Western Australian Police Force, Andrew joined Coles Express Group as Regional Security and Loss Prevention Advisor, and in 2021, he commenced the role National Profit Protection Manager for Coles Liquor Division. Uh, his team look after security, external internal loss, and business expenses, and I'm sure lots more as well, which we will find out about shortly. But Andrew, welcome. Yeah, thank you, Paul. Good to be yeah. here. Good, good to be here. Now, before we get going, and I know you did uh, 10 years in the police, but I'm interested about how you sort of got into the whole security and risk arena. But before we get to that, way back when, young Andrew staring out of the window at school, what was the the dream job? Was it always to go into the police and uh and, and and that thread or was there something else that was a burning ambition back then
1: uh no i think like many i didn't really know what i wanted to do and i sort of drifted around a little bit um, i was a bit of an entrepreneur um, and then i got into a bit of a, a retail sort of management program for a few years which was now tesco express but years ago when it was uh, independence um, had a few businesses back in the UK uh, around some retail, and then made the the move across to Australia. Uh, again, not really knowing what I wanted to do, but had heard lots of stories from a friend of mine that was in the police. Um, not something I ever wanted to do in the UK, but a fresh start in Australia. It um, yes, yeah,
0: took my interest. And and what was your sort of particular focus on there? Was there one area that stood out? Did you sort of uh, was it was it the day to day out on the streets? What what was the sort of uh, experience? Um,
1: Again, nothing. with policing, it's so general, it's so broad as well, there's nothing that uh, jumped out. I mean, I do like the uh, the excitement and the the keeping fit, the exercise, the camaraderie. So there was a few things like that. But yeah, the general duties was just as uh, exciting as all the specialist spots.
0: But um, as I worked through those 10 years, it obviously changed a bit. And so you've done your 10 years. Did you sort of think, okay, now I want to go to Sibby Street and you looked around? was there an opportunity to stay and what, what was the sort of pivot and then you know how did you get into into Coles um I never actually
1: wanted to leave the police I loved it um and after a few years in some really specialist spots and the last one being um sort of surveillance and tracking and interception of telephones etc I learned a lot in that spot but like um, many know in in police you have 10 years and you get the tap on the shoulder you must leave and it was that decision of going back to shift work after three years of pretty cushy hours mm. um, and at the same time my wife just noticed an ad in the paper around a spot that she'd always liked. She was in the police as well and she said oh I wouldn't mind this and not sure how the conversation went but I ended up putting my hand up for it and uh, ended up getting offered a job. Um, an offer that I couldn't refuse should they say.
0: Well that, that almost I'm sure it wasn't quite quite that simple but uh, a great transition. So when you first landed at, at, at Coles what, what was the, the bit that you looked after? Um, and then I know you've you've sort of uh, taken on a far bigger role since then.
1: Yeah, so the Coles Express was the Shell service station, so the Shell brand nationally. They needed a, a security advisor for the Northern Territory, South Australia and WA, Western Australia. Um, and that was a very structured position and it was led by um, a particular person in the industry that I'm sure many would know that had a very uh, long reign in that role. And in, it was in a pretty good shape to be fair. Um, lots of... Solid policies, etc., uh, and we could really get into the detail of every single store across those three states. And being in WAE, there's some significant remote areas as well, and challenges there. So that was a five year um, sort of uh, stint there, and then across the liquor, which was uh, I assumed would be in a very similar position, but I couldn't have been far farther than the truth.
0: Okay, so for those that don't know the business, tell me specifically about Coles liquor uh, and then what that looks like in terms of what you look after and the challenges at the business
1: yeah so Coles liquor is it has 950 stores broken up across three brands we've got the warehouse division which is first choice liquor we have the uh, sort of the classy wine sort of stores which is the vintage sellers and then we've got our bread and butter liquor land stores which is around 700 of our, our outlets now they can be anywhere from sort of in between, in amongst our supermarkets, which we'd call a D-wall, or in the same shopping centres. They can be standalone. They can have drive-throughs, which is something as a as an English person, something I'm not quite used to. Um, and each one of those stores have its own sort of challenges of um, whether it's security or loss or just day-to-day operations.
0: And and I have to say, you know, listening to that, you know, fascinating to have you know such a diverse footprint. I mean, goodness knows how you sort of keep on top of. That many stores over over such a big land mass. I imagine it's quite a challenge when people have have issues. But with all of that going on, talk to me about your day to day. You know what takes up the bulk of your your time at Coles. You know when Andrew opens his laptop in the morning, what 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 typically greets you?
1: Yeah, it's um the, the biggest part of our job. And when I say ours, my team is. We need to support those stores. And like you just said, we've got 950 stores scattered all across the country, which is vast in itself, even just one state alone. Um, we obviously have to do a lot of that remotely. We have to have good engagements with local law enforcement and licensing. They could be state by state. So a, a vast of it is supporting or getting them the right support, whether it's someone in my team or someone outside of our team, because we will form part of the central operations team, which is again is another support function because we have area managers looking after stores. We have quite a, a slim team member base in our stores so they need a lot of support and help to be able to make those shops run smoothly and safely etc so a lot of it's support and then obviously our different divisions we've got our internal loss our investigations like any other business we have our police uh, relations with armed hold stealings and all the aggression the assaults etc the criminal matters we have the stock um, all the stock management and for all our lines from dc's and supply chains we have to look after the wastage close to codes written off stock Um, ridden off the right ways and then some pretty solid processes because again to have a small team spread across that huge vast amount of people we can't get there i spend half my time traveling like you but still wouldn't touch the surface so we need to have some really good cultures and policies in place to to make sure it works
0: yeah i'm just just thinking that yeah off a slight tangent but you know the 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 logistics of visiting so many there must be a point where you go okay that's a serious enough issue we need to go to that one or actually it's not worth the four hour flight and the week out of the office so you have to manage it remotely so i imagine uh, that in itself is quite a challenge to keep on top of that
1: yeah so just last ooh, two weeks ago i went to cairns so from cairns for me it took me nine and a half hours of flying and traveling to get to those um, 10 stores and like you said, it has to be worthwhile, and it was. It's one of those areas that just needs uh, focus and needs to have a person on the ground to see and appreciate those issues they have. But, yeah, nine and a half hours, is, you know, most people in Europe would be thinking of long-term holidays and that sort of time, and I did that and maybe um, came back two days later. So.
0: Yeah, n- nine and a half hours, that's uh, that's my trip from, uh, from just outside London to Cape Town in South Africa. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, to, to put that into perspective. So, look, um, yeah. shortlisted. Uh, in the huge category that is the group risk manager of the year award at next month's fraud awards uh, huge congratulations for uh, for getting that peer recognition to uh, to put you on that list
1: yeah thanks it was a it was a real surprise you know I've always taken interest in the retail risk this has been my first fraud awards um, and I just got a tap on the, fo- uh, on the shoulder by a colleague and said, oh, your, your name's there. So I, was, I didn't even know I'd been nominated, to be honest. So, um, yeah, really, really thrilled about it. Um, but, yeah, very surprised at the same time.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, you know, we talk to many people and, you know, when you sort of, you know, somebody's taken the time to think, you know, what? Andrew does a great job. But more than that, they take the time to write a submission. They write a submission that's credible enough uh, to actually uh, get Uh, onto the judging pack and then it goes to the judges who then look at the process and uh, and and pull out those at the top of the tree to be shortlisted as well so uh, yeah huge congratulations so how did you find out that you had been actually shortlisted you mentioned there was a, a tap on the shoulder was it was it such a thing uh yeah it's one of my
1: colleagues in supermarkets who have always taken a huge interest in the Ford awards they normally do pretty well so they're all across there waiting to see you know who would progress and who was on that list and yeah it was just a bit of a yeah a tap from them to know you know saw you on the list and uh and I hadn't even seen it myself so
0: yeah and actually quite you, you mentioned Coles have had some success over the years with awards so uh you know they're, they're going to be looking at you to uh, uh, to continue the thread of success so uh you know um the, the, there's no pressure, but uh, but Coles have got form of being successful, so you know, feeling feeling quietly confident. I think you've got to be.
1: Uh, it's funny when people say no pressure, but because that means there is pressure. So <laughs> yeah, I don't want to uh, not do well with my colleagues in Coles Supers. Uh, you yeah, know, they're a great bunch, and they they've got huge things going on there as well. So um, we're all in there together. But uh, confident, I couldn't say that. I don't know who I'm up against. But um, like you said earlier, it's just to get that far is
0: quite a is quite an exciting yeah people don't always realize that the, the vast number of entries that come in on many of these categories so to get shortlisted is a is a big uh, pat on the back as well so look 29th of february uh, tv's Naz hussein is going to be hosting the evening at the accor stadium olympic stadium uh, many people know it at at sydney uh looking forward to the evening thinking about the outfit i hope
1: uh not not touch the outfit yet not like <laughs> you would um but uh yeah like really looking forward to it i've had that in my calendar for a long time even before obviously i knew about the um the awards and the shortlist and so the retail risk conferences you can probably be aware there's so much going on in that space now but retail risk is the the one i actually do look out for and i again we talk about the travel i mean i'm in perth so that's a five-hour flight just to get across there do the event and the awards night as well so um don't ever miss the retail risk stuff and, and the evenings that go with it so yeah really really excited to be there yeah, it's very exciting. So, so look, final thanks. question,
0: just flipping back to the day job. What does 2024 look like for uh, for Coles as a business? What's the landscape like? And of course, what what's on your agenda personally?
1: Yeah, it's um, it's quite a worry to be honest. Um, everyone feels that uh, we're in this, this this horrific space, and we are. Um, and I was just reading an article recently about the the RBA and the amount of people coming off. Sorry, the Royal Bank as uh, the Bank of Australia. Um, how many people are coming off fixed rate interest loans? You know, and interest is yeah. doubling, etc. So we're already only eight hundred thousand through. We've got about another six hundred thousand people still to come off. And that when they come off is is not like the end of it. It's long term. So. I've got some real concerns that we're nowhere near the end of this, what I call a pandemic after a pandemic of post-COVID uh, financial pressure. So we're just going to keep going hard, keep looking for the new uh, innovation, what's out there, what can we develop. Um, and uh, yeah, just uh, just chase it, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's sadly a similar thread, uh, uh, you know, in uh, the UK and Europe as well with the, with the interest, uh, you know, fixed rate issue. that just seems to have been a buildup of people that are coming off those fixed rates and having to remortgage. The only slight light at the end of the tunnel is we've seen in many economies, the interest rates falling. So the bank rates falling. So this big um, catastrophe that the press like to predict hasn't quite um, played out in the worst case scenario. So hopefully, you know, Australia will see a similar thing. But look, um, yeah. I wish you all the very success uh, on the awards night. Um, I look forward to seeing you and the rest of the Coles team in person on the 29th of feb it is always uh, a highlight uh, not least because being based in uh, the uk uh, it's nice to come and get some sun as i as i land in uh, australia summer at that time of year but for now andrew thank you very much indeed as i say uh yeah, best of luck um huge congratulations for being shortlisted and i'll see you retail risk sydney on the australian fraud awards 29th of feb but for now thank you very much thanks Paul. just see you there